Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. When you think of uh, New York, you got to think in that Mount Rushmore of Curtis Sliwa, Guardian Angels, and uh, now on the ground leading another protest around a story that has galvanized, been the picture of what Joe Biden has done. We know about remote learning. It doesn't work. Taking kids out of their school because of the weather conditions, putting them in there, migrants, illegal immigrants in New York, is just abysmal. Curtis joins us here on uh, Talk Radio 1210 on the Dom Giordano Show. Curtis, welcome back to Philadelphia. What are you doing today? Uh, my hands across the Delaware River. I just came back from another community meeting in which you had advocates for the migrants and advocates for the community agreeing that they should not be in the historic Floyd Bennett Field in tents. These are mostly women and children. It is a flood zone. And, you know, we're in the middle of what can be a very rough winter season. So imagine Everyone in this case is in harmony except for our mayor, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who insists that they stay there come hell or high water. Well, I don't know the ground situation there. Where else would you suggest that he put them then? Where do they go? Well, I would have preferred that he grow a pair and actually keep them on the bus when they arrive, give them a nice box lunch and send them to their Papa Chulo, who first invited them, Joe Biden in D.C., put them on the National Mall in tents between the Washington uh, Monument and Lincoln Memorial. But I know he's not going to do that. But these are areas, these areas he's chosen to put the migrants are red areas. And there aren't that many red areas in New York City, not that many Republicans. But they are areas that voted for Trump for president in 2020, Sliwa for mayor in 2021, and Zeldin for governor in 2022. So this is basically a big FU by Eric Adams to those people who didn't vote for him or vote for the Democrats. The problem is that most of these areas are in the outer parts portions of the borough, that were wiped out in Superstorm Sandy. They are flood zones. You can't put tents in a national park. You can't house people in a national park. Joe Biden gave them a pass on this, and they're all going to regret this because the migrants don't want to stay, and even the people who want to bring in more migrants, like AOC, all-out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the socialists, 
who want to bring in Palestinians from Gaza over my dead body, even they acknowledge you can't house illegal aliens there. It's not safe for them. So my suggestion is why not all the very progressive socialist areas that are constantly opining for more illegals to come in? Yeah, that's we say the same thing here in Philadelphia. We, We haven't been inundated in this matter. Do you sense, Curtis, though, that uh, and look, as a Republican, you are perfect to be a counterpoint to this when you ran for mayor. Do you sense a little bit they're getting that if you continue to vote for the Adams of the world, they're going to follow the direction, even if they're not as progressive, of the Democrat Party? And this is what you're going to get. Those people living there in the red area you mentioned, they don't know who's living next door in that school. They fear that you have a bunch of people here that might do anything. Well, I just announced, Dom, exclusively this morning that the hospital that services the area, it's called Coney Island Hospital, a very famous name, Coney Island, has now 25 cases of active tuberculosis in a special wing of the hospital. Wow. We we haven't had tuberculosis uh, in years. Now, who do you think brought in the tuberculosis? had to be the migrants. They were never medically checked at the border. They didn't have vaccinations. They had no criminal records checks. Nothing. They just welcomed it. All it takes, Dom, is one active case of tuberculosis in these tents. And that person starts coughing. Everybody breathes in that air. And they get active tuberculosis, too. So now it's 25. And I expect that number to grow. Now, Adams has said Sanctuary City has nothing to do with it. I, I want to ask you, uh, Cardinal Dolan, we've talked a lot about him beating up on this uh, one parish, Curtis, of Italians, first-generation, second-generation Italians, who didn't want all those people, Roosevelt Hotel, to be coming to a building there. And Dolan and the others say this is Catholicism. New York, New York seems to be united. I mean, other than the elected officials that are crazy or have a stake in this, it seems to me even the liberal people, maybe not progressives, they don't want this. They don't know what to do, though. Well, let me speak to Cardinal Dolan and especially Catholic Charities, which has turned out to be a racket. They get federal funds. They're the ones that end up guiding the illegals once they cross the Rio Grande in Texas to buses. And then they basically suggest, where would you like to go? You want to go to New York, Philly? You want to go to Baltimore? You want to go to Denver? You want to go to Chicago? Where would you like to go? Naturally, most of them want to go to New York because they've seen the video from their friends or family members who are already there staying at three-star hotels in Times Square, the gateway of the world, free of charge with all the amenities supplied. And it's Catholic Charities that takes a dollar for themselves and then gives a dollar for the transportation of the migrants. Let me tell you something. It's not the money that comes in the collection plate on uh, on Sunday. I'm an AMP Catholic, uh, Dom. That means ashes on Wednesday, palms on Sunday, and then you don't see me for a month of Sundays. But this Cardinal Dolan and Catholic Charities is a racket to make money, federal dollars, and to bring in illegal stuff. You go to an English-speaking mass on a Sunday, you could roll a Brunswick bowling ball through the aisles and not hit anyone. You go to the Spanish-speaking mass, they're packed to the rafters. So Cardinal Dolan and the Roman Catholic establishment in North America realize 
If they don't bring in the illegal aliens from Central, South America, and the Dominican Republic, the illegals, there won't be any need for a church because they're continuous, less and less observant Catholics. Yeah, without a doubt. So, uh, Curtis, um, did you lead this protest yet today, or when does that happen? No, it was yesterday at 3 o'clock. I led the protest uh, of the neighbors, and it was uh, Eric Adams' friend, Mr. Drone, that follows me everywhere at these demonstrations. You would think I was leading a pro-Hamas, pro-Houthi demonstration that we had in Times Square last night. They even, they're supporting the Houthis. I thought it was Houthis. And the blowfish, these people don't know the difference between the hooties and hooties and the blowfish. And they're not even monitoring them. They monitored us. This group of people I had assembled are God-fearing taxpayers who support the police. They had 200 police out there. You would think that we were the Hamas demonstrators. But it's all personal with Eric Adams. If you disagree with him, then you're an enemy even if what you have to say on this issue makes all the sense in the world. You do. Curtis, where's the best way to follow you And as this continues? Where do we find uh, Curtis Sleewoff? Oh, just go to guardianangels.org, guardianangels.org. You can see everything we do to help provide public safety for people all over the world. And there is an email in there where you can directly contact me personally. Good luck, Curtis. Thank you, as always. Thanks for joining us in Philadelphia. Anytime my hands across the Delaware River to you, Dom, and all your listeners. Thank you, Curtis. All right, uh, Dan, you've never been in person with Curtis Lewa, right? Oh, no, at I the, At the talkers' convention at times, they've made him the moderator, and because of all these, you know, bloviating people like me there, they let him walk around with a baseball bat as the moderator. <laughs> it's quite a uh, spectacle, and he was shot. I believe it's a matter of public record. I'll say allegedly, because I don't have it in front of me, by uh, mob elements. The mafia when he got into a cab so there's been that what a unbelievable though uh, are people going to recognize if you vote for a liberal like adams he's not a progressive he's more of a liberal ultimately though he's got a kowtow to the progressive wing of the party which has taken over and that's what's happening in new york how much can you take of this uh, governor abbott today has this showdown between the Texas National Guard and the Border Patrol trying to slow down what Biden is up to. All right, let me uh, take a couple people here, then we'll have Tom's Money Melody. Uh, Let's go to uh, Ray's got a great one, one of my favorites in Doylestown. Hey, Ray, good afternoon. Who's your uh, kiss of ginger day? Who's the redhead? Hey, Dom, can you hear me, Dom? Yeah, loud and clear, yes. Okay, great. Um, you know, I'm torn. You know, obviously I'm free. Tina was one of my, always one of my favorites, but I got to go with Christina Hendricks. For you know, Don Draper and Sterling with Mad Men and her. I mean, oh yeah, she really. Uh, yeah, whatever happened to Christina Hendricks? Uh, Joan in there was both sexy beyond belief, but also the go-to person to get things done. Uh, Remember when they had the uh, the guy, the rising star, and they have a little tractor or whatever it was driving around, and they cut his leg? Oh, my God. She's right there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Absolutely that, that's Absolutely. a good choice. Christina Hendricks, uh, very good choice. Thank you. And Alan in Hamilton. Alan, who's yours? Brendan Starr. Okay. From the Sunday Comics. I, she was a reporter 
but she wasn't real. So I wondered if that was. Uh, oh yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, fictional, uh, fictional gingers count too. All right, we'll get some more here. We'll get a winner today, and we'll have a winner for the week. Thank you to Captain Chucky's. But right now, it is time for. It's Dobbs Money Melody. All right, what a week it's been, a big prizes. Today we're playing again for a pair of tickets to see comedian Jeff Dunham, the Still Not Canceled Tour on September 13th at Ocean Casino Resort, Atlantic City, Ovation Hall. Dan, what's your backstory? little inside baseball for today's. I'm not going to say much. I'm just going to say side question, underline, and my opinion might change after hearing this. We want to know who today's singer is, Dom, related to the side question. Take a listen. Oh, wait. I am screwing up here. Here we go. Tonight is the night. It's the night I've waited for. Because I've got a date with the one that I adore. Well, it's not Marilyn Monroe. We know that. At least I believe so. So it's not Marilyn. Who, who is singing that? It's the Money Melody. Where's all the money gone? Show me the money. All right, let's hear the clue today again. Jeff Dunham prize, big prize. Let's see if anybody can get it instantly. And all evening long, you will look at only me. We'll dine and dance and kiss and. Gee, I hope I'm really... All right, who is the singer here? Let's go to Anthony in Chesterfield on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Anthony, who's singing? Um, is it Ann-Margaret? No, that's a good guess, and is. there is an element there of uh, what we're talking about today. Not Ann-Margaret. Don in Franconia. Don, who's singing? I had the same answer as the first person, so I'm wrong. Ann Margaret. All right, thank you. Yes, and would comply with uh, something uh, that we're doing today. Very, very involved with the show, this answer, I'm going to say. Yes. Okay, Anthony and Aston. Anthony, what do you say? Tina Louise. Yeah, how did you get that? What was the clue? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I recognized her. Okay. All right, I'll put you on hold, Anthony. Yes, it is Tina Louise, one of my all-time favorites. I take that side in the great one of the great debates you do. that's out there, and definitely a redhead, and definitely big hair. And I, and I get, you know, my theory is big hair is mocked because of the mob live shows, which are regrettable. Oh, yeah, I mean. But other than that, you can have big hair without doing no, what they can. do. Yeah, no. That's true. I, you can. I, because mine, I'm turned off because, like, in Real yeah. Housewives of New Jersey, Teresa G. Or yeah, G. Right. Or whatever it is. It's terrible. But I'm usually Marianne over Ginger, but this song, man, I, this yeah. first time I've actually hearing Tina Louise sing and the sultriness and sexiness in her voice, I don't know if Marianne could pull it off, so I might be coming over to your camp, my man. All right. I didn't even know she was a singer, so there's that. There we go. That's the winner today. We'll do it all again on Monday at about 2.13, 2.14. Uh, Jeff Dunham Prize. Thank you, Walter Kosk. And uh, Jeff is coming to Atlantic City, Ocean Casino Resort, Atlantic City, Ovation Hall, the Still Not Canceled Tour, September 13th. Uh, so a uh, whole week of that. Who knows what uh, he cooks up for next week. All right. Uh, we're starting to get down now to what the heck is going to happen in Iowa. Here's John Heilman. He, I'm not sure if the show's still on. He's um, a liberal who does the circus. He said this on MSNBC about why this bad weather. I mean, we're talking almost historically bad weather in Iowa, a lot of cancellations of getting around, et cetera. And the caucuses, it takes your whole night up. You just don't go and vote. You got to be in a caucus and they're persuaded. It's a very involved type of thing. And the weather prediction is extremely cold. Here's how he handicaps what's going to happen on Monday. We're talking about... The, the, the race for second place, uh, Willie, a hundred percent. And it's been, you know, basically since Labor Day, Trump nudged above 50 percent in all polling, essentially most polling since Labor Day. has stayed there consistently all throughout the fall. Uh, he continues to be duffled polling at 40, 54 percent. No one doubts Donald Trump's going to win this race. And I would say in Iowa, no one doubt. And I would say that the weather is going to help him in some sense, because, you know, I'm not sure how many Iowans are going to brave negative 26 wind chills for Ron DeSantis. I'm pretty sure that the. Hardest core believers in the Republican Party are Donald Trump's people. They're going to show up on Monday. But this race for second place between DeSantis and Haley, Haley surging in New Hampshire. You know, now, if you believe the Suffolk poll and we'll know more on over the weekend when we find out about the of the weekend, the, the, the big Iowa poll, the Ann Seltzer poll that NBC News and real what's going on here. But there's a sense that uh, that Haley is not just surging in New Hampshire, but now potentially starting to pick up some some speed here in, in Iowa. And if that turns out to be if that you know, if the polling right now turns out to be right, uh, Nikki Haley kind of comes from uh, out of nowhere over the course of the last few months and takes second place, probably spells the end of Ron DeSantis's campaign and gives her uh, a not. I mean, look, Trump's still going to win by 30 points, probably, but gives her some kind of momentum as the clear Trump alternative going into New Hampshire, where, you know, some people think she might be able to beat him. All right. That's all I think accurate. A, the first part. Let's go through it. Uh, you know, people are coming out there. Are they going to come out for Ron DeSantis in this? No. Minus 26 real temperature. Are they coming out for Trump? Yes. 
That's part of tells you how fierce the base is of Trump support. Are they coming out for Nikki Haley? Maybe because she is seen as the one element there of what they want to stop Donald Trump. And it would give her a leg up toward New Hampshire, where I'd have to handicap if Trump beats her by more than five points at this point, I'll be surprised. Now, we had Rand Paul on today, big interview on a day he made a lot of news, not by endorsing anybody, but really going after Nikki Haley and really making the case of any number of these unending wars and things that we see that it's obvious with her that's where she's going. She's almost, she can't defend on any level. It's an obvious thing, be it Ukraine or anywhere else. And there's that wing of the Republican Party that still wants it. I don't know the rest of her appeal, what it might be here, other than there's not appeal for DeSantis. The other thing we're seeing is Vivek Ramaswamy is coming up. He's at about seven points in Iowa, and he was only down there at three for quite a while. If he gets to double figures in Iowa, then you're going to see whatever he still brings to it. But I think Trump will top 50%. That's the metric you should look at if he tops 50%. That's always seen as a really good sign. Now, what's interesting in Iowa, you know that Trump lost there in 2016. You know that it's a heavy evangelical base, particularly in these caucuses. That's interesting. So Ben Carson's out there, and Ben has been the principal surrogate to evangelicals. And there's a new thing that's ha- Here's what's happening. There are any number, due to the Internet, due to social media, of evangelicals. In other words, you just don't have to get a Billy Graham or this Vander Platz guy. There are a whole raft of these influencers that have audience that are evangelicals. Thinking about getting one on, Dan, I'm looking at the list here, you know, whoever an easy one. Some of them are pretty young, and some of them are very provocative toward Trump, meaning the idea that Trump was sent here by God and that type of stuff. That's how far it's gone. The counter with people on the left, they're going wild, attacking evangelicals even more fiercely than before. Now, we've been down this road. We know that evangelicals have figured out a way where they see the upside of Trump, the policies, et cetera, particularly now, given how clear the stakes are, given the Biden administration weaponizing everybody against people of faith. It's an obvious thing, Catholics included. It's not just evangelicals. So if Trump has these influencers, they're not just related to Iowa. They have a national audience. In other words, you don't need just, uh, you know, the three or four biggest names out there. There's a whole bunch of people that reach a whole bunch of people. You're going to see more of that. I'm just starting to be tuned into that. And that's one of the reasons Trump is doing really well in Iowa. Nikki Haley comes out of Iowa, you'd have to predict, though, with a leg up. And I think she'll do really well in New Hampshire. So why is it someone like Ron Paul, um, Rand Paul taking this unprecedented step? The antagonism toward Haley is only going to ratchet up, all right? Could that be overcome ultimately that she's the VP choice? I still think it could, but it's fierce. I mean, Rand Paul made no bones about it of how he sees her. And the biggest issue 
we don't want these unending wars. I still maintain, with all the showmanship, all the stuff that's going to be written about Trump, anybody serious would have to say the biggest accomplishment is saying, no, the Republican Party under Trump is going to avoid getting into these military situations where Americans are dying. Let's face it, that's where we've shifted to. And that's after George Bush. I mean, Nikki Haley would fit in beautifully with the Bushes. There's no doubt. Could you have her as a VP? I think Trump's looking at that and contain that and use it to your advantage to win. And the calculus is probably going to be, how does it look in the suburbs? How is Trump? And some of that is going to come down to down the road. In other words, a big inflection point in this campaign will be if Trump gets convicted on any of these 91 counts. Are you going to see some people then say, I can't vote for Trump now. I can't look him. You know, he's convicted and all this stuff. I don't think it's going to be as widespread as some people predict, but it's going to be a very tough, like here in Pennsylvania, I don't know if there's polling on that, et cetera. People say it, but when the choice is Joe Biden and what we're seeing represented and President Trump, where are people going to go? Well, we know where they're going to go in rural America. We know where they're going to go evangelically. Even Catholics, I think he'll do well with. What we don't know is, how does he do in the suburbs? If it's like 2020, it's going to be very tough to beat Biden then. And the Pennsylvania polling, several out just the last couple of days, has tightened up. Trump might be ahead. He might be a point. Behind. It's very tight. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. Hit us with that all-time redhead. And uh, your reaction to uh, Rand Paul today was very, very good. It's the best that I can bring you talking about what Biden did and these strikes in Yemen and saying, yeah, Biden could have surprised him. Rand Paul would have supported that. There was enough provocation. But then after that, you have to come to the Congress because this is ongoing and it involves Iran. So it involves serious stuff where the power of the presidency rightfully is limited to make war without Congress being involved. It was really, I would encourage you if you missed it, to listen to what Rand Paul said. It was very compromised, very nuanced about how this should play out. But he was uh, adamant about Nikki Haley, said good things about Bobby Kennedy, I don't see Rand Paul, though, endorsing him. He let the door open, though. Did not endorse Trump. Said good things about Ramaswamy and DeSantis. Come to your Tanner show. Coming to you to get a winner today. Kiss a ginger day. Uh, a couple of things. Our buddy Robin, Protect Our Coast, uh, sent me this this morning. The Atlantic Shores people, these are the people off Ocean City, They're asking, and I'm reading directly from the application, there's a direct language, for a harassment authorization uptick. In other words, they know this um, sound, what they're doing when they're testing, when they're drilling and all. They want more of a harassment authorization. That's the exact language used. I'm looking at the government application. So this wind thing is ongoing. The battle is not uh, over yet there, but we've won so far. 
One other thing, too. I see people on Twitter. I'm going to play you the new deputy manager, and then I think it's the new police commissioner, uh, talking about Kensington. And this week it started to roll out of what they're going to do to prevent what's going on. And I see people on Twitter. Well, why now? Look, I get the cynicism of this has been there. But don't you have to give, uh, you know, a couple months of this with the new administration, realizing what they're up against, to see exactly what they try to do? And it may not fully work in the beginning. You're just not going to brush away all what's happened there in Kensington with a magic wand. It's a fight. It's a huge fight. You have Krasner there, too. Should we just not talk about it? Give up? I'd hear from uh, CBS3. Here is the new deputy police commissioner, Rosario. Uh, Here's what he said about Kensington. We're going to come up with something that's going to work. Newly appointed first ever Latino deputy police commissioner Pedro Rosario vowed to give it everything he's got to end the open air drug market in Kensington. He's a 29 year veteran of the police department and spent most of his career in the 24th and 25th districts where Kensington is located. He spoke from the heart and said there is no place for the drug activity in the city. For all the parents in the room, anyone who's driven by Kensington, it's not something I would ever want to subject my two daughters too. What what makes it okay for it to be happening here? That's always the question. That's always the question. And if you put truth serum in some of these progressives, whatever, uh, we would get answers that we all know why, where we're going to push it into a place and we're going to say, this is what you're going to do there. In fact, we want to put more safe injection sites in. This is how we see it. This place is the place that deserves it. That's exactly the bottom line. Here's the new police commissioner, Bethel, addressing the same thing about Kensington. Police Commissioner Kevin Bethel also echoed his dedication to Kensington, and he, along with the Parker administration, are focused on getting the resources to restore order. I won't put a time on it, but we won't be sitting here next year having this conversation. Amen. Bethel acknowledged this was a tough project ahead. The big question is when will all of this take place? Bethel said that it will not happen overnight, but promised progress. All right. He did put a timeline on it. Essentially, he's saying that within a year of having that conversation, things will be different. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean it's all over, all the things that go into this. But a large part of this is just will. All right. Which side has more on their side? Right, you got to deal with Larry Krasny. You got to deal with all these things. But if you want to continue to just say, no, Philadelphia is going to be like it's always been. OK, continue to say that. I choose something different. I see it differently. I see finally we're seeing people willing to take Krasner on and to take on what Kensington has become. There are hurdles there. It's not an easy thing. I mean, if you rallied when Trump said we're going to build a wall to stop illegal immigration, okay, uh, what's the difference here? They're saying we are going to change this significantly. And I think they are. I think it's doable. I don't think it's easy. Krasner, that is a much more difficult, but we're already seeing people rein him in. That SEPTA law that was passed, they all signed off on it. He doesn't like it because he knows they all signed off on it. So ultimately, Krasner is being challenged big time here. 
Uh, more on that uh, next week. But uh, my eye of next week, the big story is going to be what happens in Iowa. And I saw another weather report where they're saying that potentially in the rural areas in uh, Iowa, when we come to Monday, it's going to be incredibly hard to even think about getting to a caucus. Now, that's Trump areas. If Trump, the critical number for Trump, I think, is 50%. If he gets 50%, it's not just about a win. It's about a blowout. It's overwhelming. For Haley, it's to come in second. And I think she's going to. For DeSantis, it's going to be facing reality. There's no place to go after this because he's not going to do well in New Hampshire, South Carolina. I'm not sure what he'll say or how long he'll stay in. If I had to next week, I think he could be out. Ramaswamy continues. And I think he'll pleasantly do pretty well there. He started to get some traction. But Rand Paul today really made news. And when he came on to explain it in great detail, it showed that Nikki Haley, um, if Trump for some reason can't be the nominee, then we're in big trouble. Because Nikki Haley is going to have this whole uh, number of Trump voters, libertarians and others, who just won't vote for it, just will not come out even with what the stakes are. That's where I think we are. That's not an easy place to be, despite all the things that Biden has against him. This is going to be one of the closest races that we've ever seen. And it's going to come down to Pennsylvania, without a doubt. All right, let me go to um, Catherine in Philly. Our side question today, hit us with that all-time ginger today. Kiss a ginger day. Hey, uh, Catherine, good afternoon. Who do you have today? All right. Uh, thanks, Catherine. Oh, uh, you're in a secret there? Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, Joyce in Rosemont. All right, Joyce, who's your choice? Red Skelton. All right. Yeah, Red Skelton certainly has uh, red right in the name. And uh, one more before we go to the lightning round. Let's try Gary in Newtown. Hey, Gary, good afternoon. Great. Good afternoon. Um, quick question. Rob Pressler, where is he going to be on Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, you know? it's, yeah, I should. Thank you for reminding Scott Pressler. Uh, they were unable to put it together now, uh, Gary. So um, as soon as that's locked up, yeah, as soon as it's locked up with that's Scott, fine. I know he wants to come to Philadelphia. I'm thinking sometime before the end of January, we'll have that. We'll have him on and announce it all week. Okay, great. Th- thanks, Tom. I'm 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 going to go back a, a few segments. I'm going to spot Dan half a pie, and join his uh, the JFK Junior RFK Junior is going to be do more than you think. More than eleven percent in Pennsylvania. Ooh, I like this. I'm with I'm with Dan. I'm, I, I would I, be astounded. Astounded. You know what you're saying? I mean, you know the partisans on both sides, Trump and Biden. They're going to spend a billion dollars in Pennsylvania. There's no way. 11% is enormous, Gary, if you got 11%. I'm going with the people that actually are from 18 to 35 years old uh, okay. for that percentage. I don't count on them coming out to just, vote, though. It's a good point. Okay. Okay, wait a minute. They love the idea. <laughs> they, okay, they <laughs> love the idea of Robert Kennedy Jr., but getting them to come out and vote, eh, will there be pineapple on that pie? Do I have to eat that when you guys pay up? <laughs> 
well, we got to go with that pie that Do- that Dan found out in Italy that had a hundred and different things, and then the pineapple. And <laughs> oh then yeah, the stuff. caramelized pineapple, buffalo yes. cheese. So, uh, Gary, who's your the, 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 uh, who's your redhead? Yeah. Yes. My redhead is Natasha Romanoff, and I have to say that as low as I can because my wife really doesn't like when I like somebody else, and that's Scarlett Johansson as the Black Widow. All right, ah, that is a yes. great one. Thank you, Gary. Good call today, too. So. If you want to get in on that uh, pizza bet with Dan, that he says, I set the over and under, since that's what he has now in the most recent polling in Pennsylvania, Robert Kennedy Jr. had 11%. we got to clarify, is he on the ballot yet? I'm not sure. 11%. I'm taking the under. All right, you get the over. If he gets over 11%, even by a vote, you're the winner. Hit me on Twitter at DomShow1210. That would be enormous to get 11% of people that actually vote for him. That is huge. H. Ross Bros, the last one in the presidential race, it did uh, that well. It was a different time. Telling you, the battle in Pennsylvania between Trump and Biden, Biden's in Allentown again today. If you eke out 11%, particularly you have Cornell West and Jill Stein and some others there that are going to get a couple points, I think you're thinking just of your own circle. I don't see it. All right? They have every pitch in the world, abortion and everything else with Biden. As decrepit as uh, Biden is in this, if Bobby Kennedy Jr. gets 11% or more, then I think Trump wins Pennsylvania. I still think he takes more from Biden, but not as much. He takes a lot from Trump, too. All right, lightning round is next here on Talk Radio 1210. The time has come for the final test. Uh, We usually call it the lightning round. All right, hit us with that all-time redhead, uh, lightning round, Dom Giordano's show. Pete in Yardley. Pete, who do you have? Uh, Hi, Dom. How about Howdy Doody? Yeah, fictional, but that is an all-time redhead classic. Uh, Joe in Exton. Joe, who's your redhead? Uh, Yes, hello, Dom. Hi. My redheaded person (laughs) is the Venetian composer Antonio Vivaldi. All right, all right. Oh, okay. I love it. Okay. The four seasons out there. We yeah. went we went from uh Howdy Judy. Maybe it needs a new theme song. Yes. Um, there you go. Thank you, Joe. All right, one more with Bruce in the Northeast. Bruce, who's yours today? Hey, Dom. Dom, it's always a pleasure to converse with you, but uh I was thinking outside the box as most of the good names were taken and I went with Wilma Flintstone, but I remember Betty had Betty Rubble had better looking legs. If you think about it, uh, that's a great observation, Bruce. After Joe of Exxon, <laughs> now that is that's a great contra- contra- that is a great act. All right, it is time though to come up with the winner today and then pull out for the winner. Of the Top week. ones today: Dom, Robert Bentilum, Ginger Rogers. I like Christina Hendricks. Seemed to pique your interest. Yes, uh, Howdy Doody was a funny answer, but I really like Joe Exxon Zavaldi. I didn't know the guy was a redhead. And it's so on brand for Joe. Yeah, it is on brand. Uh, let's go with Joe of Exton then today, too. All that right, was a clever answer. Let's put that into the hat. Let's have the review of the week. Uh, one sec. Uh, do I have my music? I don't think I have my music today. Yes, I do. 
All right. So Monday, Dom, we asked, uh, what's a moment you saw unfold live that you'll never forget the rest of your life, either in person or on TV? Robert and Ben Salem said Nixon's resignation. Who's a notable real or fictional law enforcement officer was asked on Tuesday. Mike and Exxon said Ed Morales. Wednesday, who's somebody that deserves a statue in Philadelphia? Earl won that one with Joe and Frank of Horn and Harditz. Thursday, who's an underrated revolutionary? Robert and Ben Salem. A second time in the hat this week for Philo Farnsworth. And who's an all-time ginger? Joe and Exxon just won that one with Vivaldi. If you're on the YouTube stream, youtube.com slash at 12 wphd you can see my hat hair. And you can see me throw all the things in the hat. I'm doing this, whatever this is, shaking it up. And I pulled, what did I pull? I pulled Thursday. Thursday wins the day, that being Robert and Ben Salem. That two in the hat really worked for him. Philo Farnsworth, who's an underrated revolutionary, Dom. All right, great stuff. Another good week with that and great prizes. We'll be back uh, Monday, big day. We'll see what's going on in Iowa. But if you missed the interview with Rand Paul, we have that up for podcast. I mean, it was incredible stuff. He laid out the case against Nikki Haley beautifully. And also the case for what, in these situations like the bombing in Yemen, what people like the Biden administration, any administration should do. Thanks to Dan for a great week. Jim, thank you, too. Rich Sioli is next for four big hours. Follow me on Twitter at DomShow1210. At DomShow1210, here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.